Hello, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV series, The Walking Dead. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Talking Dead for this week. I noticed you uh, bopping along to the music there. Headbanging. Yeah, do you, I, I chose that music because it just seems, when I heard it, it just, I could I could see The Walking Dead shuffling along with that playing as their soundtrack. It, uh, it's very cinematic. Yeah. It's a very cinematic <laughs> song for uh, for the undead masses wandering through the world. Check the, uh, anyone listening, check the post for this episode if you want to find out who, who does that tune, and I'll link to them as well. So if you're, if you're into it, you can go check them out. I will. Um, before we begin, I have a milestone to announce. A milestone? This is our 10th episode. 10 episodes already. 10 already. We've and the been... show hasn't even started. Yeah, and we're really not even close yet. <laughs> uh, it's barely, months, months away. It's barely started filming, actually. Has it started? <laughs> It's not June yet. No, it's not June yet. Uh, I, it starts on the 2nd or the 5th. There's conflicting reports on that, so right. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's very soon, in the next week or two at the most. Awesome. It's very exciting. But yeah, it's our 10th episode. We've been recording this program on and off since November, uh, more recently, lately. Because, more recently, lately. Uh, more often, excuse me, oh, lately. <laughs> more recently, lately, we've done this more often. I haven't had enough Coke yet. Um, <laughs> Yes, more often lately. Yes. More often recently. How about We're, that? We're uh, picking up speed, as it were. Yeah, and that's, of course, because there's always new news and uh, new stuff going on now that the show is getting underway. But yeah, 10 episodes. That's very exciting. We that's hope great. to do many, many more. Much, many more. So we're back on the air this week because there's a fair bit of new Walking Dead news. Um, there's some interviews, there's some stuff going on, there's one more casting, a uh, bit of casting information that we want to talk about. Um, the first thing we should bring up is that there is another Walking Dead podcast out there now. Yes, there is. We were the first, but um, The Walking Dead podcast has launched. You can find out about it at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and, uh, you know, I think... I think that's a good thing. I think the more the more uh, you know people talking about it, and the more people who listening to uh, or just hearing about it is a good thing. It'll that's get people's excitement up. I listened to the first half of the first episode, but I haven't really had a chance to. Uh, I know they've they've have uh, two episodes out now. They have two. I've listened to both. Right. Um, they are doing you know Walking Dead news and as uh, recaps too of the graphic or of the uh, trade, trade paperbacks. Trade paperbacks, yeah. So there you go. There's two more podcasts. Welcome to the. Uh, Walking Dead podcasting community, of which we are the only two members so far. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Uh, that's right. That's there right. might be people recording podcasts and just not releasing them to the internet. I don't know why you do that, but you never know. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. People, people record albums and don't do anything with them. Well, that's true. They record an album and put it on a, a CD and just leave it in their basement. And then there's people like us who record podcasts, put them on the internet, and very few people listen. That's right. <laughs> so... We're trying to change that with this show. <laughs> um, so getting into some actual Walking Dead news, um, we have the first filming locations revealed, which we sort of already knew, um, but we also have a call for zombie extras. Mm. We got an email um, from, I believe his name was Michael in Atlanta a few weeks ago, asking if we had any information on this topic, and at the time, we did not. But now, we do. According to... 
uh, onlocationvacations.com, which incidentally is an interesting site. Did you look at it at all? I didn't really uh, play around with this site, no. What they do is they list uh, where movies, TV shows are shooting and filming, so you can take a vacation on location. Nice. <laughs> you can go and see what's going on, or you know, in, not in a official, in, an official capacity, but I guess you can just show up and try to you know, crash the party, so to speak. You know, that's an idea for a podcast right there. You know, they have that, uh, What's His Eyebrows has that show, Extras. Mm-hmm. You could do a podcast about being an extra, like in, in, in the real world. Oh, you could for sure. That'd be, it's a great idea, really, if you, if you could get enough extra work. I know people that, uh, that did uh, extra work for uh, full-time. Now, they, they were, you know, in their early 20s and dirt yeah. poor and had to, you know, suck on old lemons for food every now and again. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it wasn't pleasant. But uh, they, did, they did a lot of extra work. I imagine there are professional extras out there, right? I, they probably aspire to be, you know, speaking uh, uh, actors, but... I wouldn't. you got to start somewhere. I'd be an extra, and I wouldn't want to be a, have a speaking role. Yeah, I think it's hard to pay the bills being an extra, make a living, yeah. so to speak. There's an extra's guild. Well, there you go. Um, so, according to the uh, post on the website, location scouts have chosen the fairly popular district of the city to film a majority of the series since there is less traffic, yet it is still visually stimulating. I haven't found it. I took a look briefly on a map on Google, and I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Well, it's somewhere in Atlanta. That's what I thought. Um, outside, not too far outside the center, I don't think, but uh, they're going to be filming the scenes, I guess, when Rick arrives there on horseback and ultimately meets Glenn for the first time. Then gets overwhelmed, and the poor horse dies. And the poor horse dies, Yeah. Um, regarding the extra casting, um, all extras must attend zombie school. All the zombies who have been chosen so far have been put through the paces and have already been attending class all week. They've also been told they can't discuss anything about the production and may be fired for even the slightest hint about the production on Twitter, Facebook, etc. We should get an interview. I don't know what zombie school means necessarily. Well, um, I mean, they want all I guess... the zombies. They want to, I, I, I assume they want a style of zombie. They don't want to necessarily a whole bunch of people in the background doing thriller. I think that they... Uh, that would be really uncool. Yeah, so they go to zombie school in order to actually get the style uh, and the type of zombies that they want for the uh, for the show. And they're probably working on the zombie school because they're, you know, really, if it, if the TV show really takes off, they're going to need a lot of zombies on an ongoing basis. So they're going to have this zombie school thing down pat. <clears throat> a lot of different zombies too, right? Because you don't want to be recycling the same ones or just, you know, shooting footage and reusing it and stuff like that. Oh, that would suck, yeah. That would suck. So they're going to need a lot of zombies, I guess. I want to go to zombie school. I think that'd be awesome. I think it would be great. Unfortunately, we live nowhere near Atlanta. We should Um, send somebody down there to go to zombie school and then open up a branch office up here for, uh, for the zombie walk. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should contact the Toronto Zombie Walk people and see if anyone would be anyone's going down there. You never know. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, anyhow, if you think, according to the article, if you think you can handle being a zombie, you can email your information to twdextras at gmail.com. Right. There you and, have it. And if you want to risk getting fired, please email us with details of the production. Oh, please do. Please do. Uh, TalkingDeadPodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear about what's going on down at Zombie School in Atlanta. You tell us, and then we'll post it on uh, Facebook and Twitter and various such places so that uh, they don't know where it came from. You're in the clear, people. That's how That's I right. see it. <laughs> we'll call you uh, Dead Throat. Sort of like Deep Throat, but only Undead Throat. That's good. Yeah. Un- undead Throat. It's all good. Okay, the next bit of news we have today is that AMC has launched the official website uh, for the show. 
You can get that at amctv.com slash originals slash The Walking Dead, separated by hyphens. According to the, it's, only, it's only a one-page site for now, and there's a little short write-up, um, a couple of quotes from producers and uh, uh, presidents of programming and such at the network, um, but it is there. Um, I'm sure they'll expand it and flesh it out as time goes on a little bit. I'm sure. Um, here's a quote from the site. The Walking Dead is that rare piece of material that plays on many levels, says Joel Stillerman, Senior Vice President of Programming, Production, and Digital Content. He goes on to say, Kirkman's series brilliantly captures the social commentary and ongoing human drama of the zombie apocalypse and lets us kick a little zombie you-know-what from time to time. You know, that's, uh, I think he put that rather well. Mm-hmm. The uh, the different layers of uh, social interaction in the face of a complete meltdown of society. I think it's great. Well, yeah, and that's why it's such an interesting topic, too, because we, we see shows all the time about people dealing with hardships, but it's usually on a, of a personal nature, right? right? Um, you're this stuck on is... an island, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you flash forward into the future for a little bit. Who cares? You know, this is a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. This is big time. This is the, the, the humanity is coming to an end, and you need to try and prevent that from happening entirely. Yes, or at least survive it for a while. That's right. So we'll keep our eye on the official AMC website for The Walking Dead, and as news becomes available there, we will bring it to you here. Great. Very good. Um, the Walking Dead wiki. I don't remember if I mentioned this last week. You did, did I? mention it. I don't think it was last time. I think it was the uh, the time before, but I do believe you have mentioned it. All right. Well, the Walking Dead wiki is up and running. Um, I suppose it's a wiki. So if you have anything to contribute to it, you can go over to walkingdead.wikia.com um, and find it there. It's just, of course, a database of Walking Dead information. Uh, everything you need to know hopefully we'll end up there and it'll become a great resource for information about the show and the comic. Have you visited it? I'm right there right now and I'm taking a look at the, a, a template map of some kind and I'm, I'm tooling around and uh, wasting your time, my time, and everybody <laughs> else's time that's listening to this. No, it's not a waste of time. I mean, everybody <laughs> should go check it out uh, if you need to know anything about The Walking Dead. Hopefully that's where you'll be able to find it. Groovy. Now here's an here's an next news item is about uh, is an interesting one. It's sales charts for The Walking Dead. Yeah, um, I read that. This is amazing. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, here on the podcast. We're going to try and stick primarily to the TV show and news about the show. But there is, of course, relevant and in- interesting news about the comic itself. Of course, it's been around for a number of years. There's 72 odd issues or so. So, and, and of course, the show being based on it, there's lots of uh, parallels and similarities there. Um, apparently, The Walking Dead was the star of April's sales charts, as the headline says. This I got from robot6.comicbookresources.com. If you go there, you can search for the article and you'll find it. Um, the Walking Dead number one, which was a reprint of the original issue in a, in a series that Image is doing called Image Firsts. Did you pick that up? I did not pick that up. I picked up something. Uh, it was basically a verbal description of the entire first issue. It wasn't uh, a reprint of the first issue, but it was just, it's really kind of weird. It's just a description of the entire first edition, first first issue of uh, The Walking Dead. That sounds weird. I, I thought it's not just a reprint of the comic itself. No. Like rebranded as a... Well, it's not the first. It's not the uh, the image first. It's just a, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's something else. Okay. That looks like it's the first uh, first 
issue, but uh, it's really not. I haven't seen that one, but they did release, I guess they released a, a different uh, release called Image Firsts, Walking Dead number one. Um, it has sold more than 59,000 copies and seized number 15 uh, on the April sales chart. That's great. Not bad. Number 15 out of how many thousands of comics out there? Tens of thousands? Yeah. Um, and I, I've got to assume that includes all the big Marvel and DC titles and everything like that. It came in number assume, 15. Yeah. Not bad. Um, according to this article, what's more, all 11 of the Walking Dead trade paperbacks landed on April's graphic novel chart. <laughs> all 11 of them. Uh, I guess the, uh, the news of the TV show is starting to pick up. And people are going, whoa, I better check out that comic if they're going to make a TV show. I yeah. Think. With uh, the latest edition of the first volume, Days Gone By, selling more than 1,500 copies. I mean, that's that's years old at this point. Yeah. And fans of the comic have no doubt already read that. So I guess they're getting lots of new people on board for the reasons you just said. Now, how many of the uh, the trade paperbacks do you have? Uh, three or four. Yeah, The more too. recent ones. Yeah, I have like eight, nine, ten, and eleven, I think. Yeah, I've I've got something like that too. I I have all uh, five of the hardcover graphic novels. I just picked up the uh, book five uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I haven't I, even uh, opened it yet. I prefer to read it that way, but uh, I prefer the trade paperbacks to tell you the truth. Well, I, I like the paperbacks, but I like the look of the big hardcovers on the shelf. Oh well, you know, that they, yeah. By the <laughs> way, I'm, I I figure I'm going to buy those for collectors' items and the and actually read the trade paperbacks. Sure. I can get on board with that. They're a little lighter, easier to carry around. Yeah, and, and I'm like not that. so worried about them. The big hardcover books, I don't know. I worry about uh, wrecking them. Yeah. Um, I, 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 from now on, I think I'm going to go ahead with the monthly issues just so I can stay up to date, though. Yeah, I have, uh, I have 71, but I believe 72 has come out now, or no? Just 71 has come out now. Um, I don't have the most recent one yet. 72 is, is any day now, if it's not out already. Um, the article continues to say the monthly series isn't doing too shabby either. Issue 71 charted at number 81 with more than 24,500 copies sold. Wow. You know, I, I don't, this is my first glimpse into, um, sales numbers for comic books. So I don't really know how this compares historically to, to other similar books or even to, you know, other, uh, issues of the walking dead. Um, and I have no idea how much Spider-Man sells, for example. Me neither. But I got to assume it's a lot. Um, if 24,500 gets you position number 81, Spider-Man's probably selling millions of copies. If they had, uh, if they, if they had uh, The Walking Dead available for uh, consumption on the iPad, I'd buy that too. Oh, instantly. I might even buy an iPad just to read it on there. <laughs> it was, that comic app is so nice. They have the, uh, the Marvel Zombies uh, series. I might. Uh, I bought the uh, the first edition of that by Kirkman uh, when I was uh, in an airport a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I haven't read it yet. But they have uh, all of the, uh, and I read a description of uh, of the Marvel zombies. It's an alternate universe where the the superheroes are actually zombies, and you follow them about what well, they're trying to get food because they've eaten all the humans already, and so they're trying to continue to survive. So they're so they're zombies, and yes. they continue to act as superheroes. Well, they have superpowers. They're super zombies. Okay, so they have superpowers. There's no humans left, so they don't. So they've run out of their food source. Yeah. As superheroes, do they, did they terrorize the humans when they were still alive? I would assume so. Okay, so they're not conflicted zombies that are fighting the good fight for mankind or anything. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. It sounds sounds fun. Why not? Eh? Yeah. It's. A, I mean, they do that every once in a while. They just uh, pick an alternate universe and go weird. And go weird. There you go. 
So that's that. Sales numbers for The Walking Dead sounds like it's doing really well, and I've got to think it'll only get better as the uh, TV show gets closer. Yeah. Um, anyone who's a fan of other AMC shows, no doubt, will hear about this. I'm a fan of all AMC shows. I know. I watch them all. <laughs> I'm not, uh, yeah, you're, you're not up to date on Mad Men, and I'm not up to date on Breaking Bad. So we should both get up to date on both those shows. I highly recommend you get up to date on Breaking Bad. I highly recommend you get up to date on Mad Men. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, finally in the news today, uh, Quint from Ain't It Cool News interviewed Robert Kirkman. Of course, mm. you can find that at ain'titcool.com. Um, I believe it's still on the front page, so it should be easy to find. Um, I'm sure most people listening are familiar with Ain't It Cool. It uh, It is one of the bigger sort of geek news movie-related uh, sites out there on the Internet. It's been around for a long time. Quint is one of the writers who's been doing that thing, doing his thing there for quite a while as well. And he interviewed Robert Kirkman. It's a great interview. I highly recommend you go over and read it. It's clear that uh, Quint is a huge fan of the comic. Um, he, he even states that a couple of times, and he said he was very excited and nervous and sort of had a you know, uh, exciting geek experience talking to Robert Kirkman. Um, some interesting information that came out. The first is that we now know who Jeffrey DeMunn is playing. Yeah. And it's everybody, it's who we thought it would be. Well, of course it's Dale. <laughs> right. As Kirkman said, who else would it be, really? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know? So Jeffrey DeMunn is playing Dale. Um, another interesting bit of information is that Kirkman will be writing the fourth episode. Kirkman himself. Himself. Darabont scripted the first one and is directing them all, maybe. Maybe just the first one. I don't know yet. Um, they've got some other writers doing, you know, two, three, five, and six, I guess. But uh, Robert Kirkman did number four. That's great. That is cool. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. He's obviously not a TV writer. He's a comic book writer. Right. But as a writer, I'm sure there are techniques and writing styles and methods that carry over. I would assume, yes. And I think he says in the interview, too, that just being in the writer's room and working with those people a little bit has been a very rewarding experience for the man. Oh, I'm sure it would be for anybody. Yeah. Get into a room with, uh, you know, talented professionals in uh, in any form would be uh, fantastic. For sure. So that's good. So he'll be writing some more, hopefully. Well, let's hope his episode is good. And then if it is, hopefully he writes more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will see. Um, also, regarding gore on the show, some people expressed a little concern that because it's not HBO or, or a similar network that they'll have to tone it down a little bit in terms of language and, you know, violence. Um, Robert Kirkman said, anything you have seen in Breaking Bad, we can do every minute of every show. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, without spoiling anything from Breaking Bad, in case you haven't watched it, there's some fairly nasty stuff in that show occasionally. I watched the first uh, the first season, and there are some nasty stuff. And I don't think that uh, that you necessarily have to show all of the nasty stuff. A lot of the stuff, a lot of it can be implied and still be kind of ugh. yeah. So I have no doubt that the uh, that the action and that the uh, the graphic nature of uh, a zombie apocalypse will be uh, lovingly portrayed on the small screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not worried about it at all myself. Um, he confirmed also that they're shooting it in color, not black and white. That is interesting because we had, uh, we, we mentioned that I think way long ago in a, in a previous episode was that it would work either as in color or in black and white. I think they could have gone away, gotten away with, uh, either one, but I think color is a good choice for I, TV. I agree. I think so. His rationale was that he didn't want someone flipping around the channel, coming across it and 
thinking it was an old movie or something and just flip clicking away, you know? And that's an interesting point because I could really see that happening. For for style, I think you can easily get away with uh, black and white for a movie because you know that this is uh, a particular style. But for TV, I'm not sure you can get away with with black and white. It's uh, it's pretty risky, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a smart choice to go with color. You know what might be interesting? I think it's a smart choice too. It might be interesting though if they if they kind of blended in black and white and color a little bit. Um, I don't mean like Sin City where it's really, really contrasty black and white with, you know, red or yellow or something like that. Right. But something like that where you have really toned down, muted gray and stuff like that, really depressing kind of look because let's be honest, it's sort of a depressing Well, look at, comic. uh, look at Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Art Thou? Like they, uh, they basically digitally changed the color of every frame in that movie, uh, because they filmed in they filmed the whole thing in like early June and July, and everything uh, in in the background was all lush and green, and they didn't want that. They wanted the very muted kind of uh, sepia kind of flavor to it. So they just changed the tone of the whole thing, and it worked really well in that case. And I mm-hmm. think they could do something similar here, where you just kind of you know you turn down the saturation. Like it's not completely black and white, but you turn down the saturation a bit, and uh, you could really get an interesting style out of it. Yeah, for sure. I think I think Kirkman said uh, I didn't make a note, but I think he said something like, "We're not going to have rainbow bright, you know, right. all happy go lucky color scheme here." But uh, I think you're, I think you're right. You could go sort of a muted, less saturated sort of uh, sort of look, and it would be really cool. Yeah. And then you know when there's when there's a headshot or a neck samurai sword to the neck or something you know saturate the hell out of that and away you go yeah exactly it might be pretty cool without being cheesy i don't know brains flying all over the place and splattering with like blood and stuff that'd be (laughs) awesome that would be awesome um no uh no f word in in the show but again i don't care about that no you don't need to i mean swearing has its place and can be very very entertaining like in deadwood but uh, you don't absolutely need it for a TV show. I, I read somewhere that you can get away with one F word a season on AMC. So as long really? as they pick their spot really well, it could be really effective. Okay, so <laughs> where have they have they done that in Breaking Bad? Have they actually uh, used F-bombs here and there? It's funny. Very, very close. They occasionally say, they occasionally swear a little bit in Breaking Bad. Um, it's it's kind of harsher language than you get on, you know, standard network TV. Um, or I mean like cable TV, but not quite as far as they go. Well, nowhere near as far as they go on HBO right. or something like that. Um, when they do, I, I believe there was an F-bomb on Breaking Bad this season, season two. And I think, I don't think they censored it. Huh. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. They might've just like cut the, the middle out of it a tiny bit. Yeah, they bit. do that. They say F and then K. At the end. Yeah. But they might have done that, but to a lesser extent than usual, because it's really, really almost there. They did that very cleverly with a commercial, where they uh, they kept beeping out the word frozen, and you got the, uh, and it sounded like they put the F in the end at the, at the, at the end, F at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. And it, it really sounded different. I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. And then, of course, there's, um, is it Jimmy Kimmel, who does This Week in Unnecessary Censorship? Where he takes uh, <laughs> he takes uh, a clip of a TV show or whatever, and he censors out just a key word to completely change the meaning of the dialogue. It's it's very funny. That sounds great. I haven't heard of that, but that sounds. Uh, I'm going to look that up on YouTube. Do it. Look it up. They did one. They did a Lost themed one for the finale of Lost. Extremely hilarious. 
<laughs> this week in unnecessary censorship. Um, so, Jason, uh, that is it for Walking Dead news. Um, everyone should go read that that uh, interview at Ain't It Cool, and I'll of course post links to all this stuff in the uh, on the website when I post this episode later tonight. So, if you want to go check it out, you can do so. I conveniently have all the links that you send me in an email, so I don't need to go take a look at the website, even <laughs> though I probably will. Okay, but uh, I have them in uh, in, a, in a one convenient place. Those of you not in this room with me, <laughs> uh, you can do it too. Check uh, talkingdeadpodcast.com dot com for uh, for those. Um, I think that's about it for this week. Great. We will be back as soon as possible with more news. Um, now Once they start filming, shooting, yeah, yeah. Now that filming is underway in, in the next week or so, there should be stuff, and we're hoping to get some pictures, maybe Ooh. some spy shots. Uh, we won't be doing that because, of course, unfortunately, we don't live anywhere near Atlanta. Nowhere near. But uh, if there's anyone down there who's looking around or they come across, you know, a guy on a horse surrounded by zombies, take a picture. Send it to us. That'll be exciting. That would be great. Um, you can email talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. Um, okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will be back as soon as we can with more news. Um, if you would like to email us, I just gave you the email address. You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter name is Fear, H-U-R-S-T. That's Fearhurst. Jason is Jason Miles. Yes. On Twitter. Please do follow us, and uh, we will see you next time. Have, uh, have a very zombie week. <laughs> That's your typical sign-off, eh? For now. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.